time for the Super Coach Professionals Roundtable Podcast. And here's your hosts, Paulie G, Ryan MS, Peter Hanscom, and Andrew Muldock Molinaroli. Yeah, it sure is. Third Origin, just around the corner. I am Paulie G. This is Supercoach Professionals Roundtable Podcast with you for another week. Ryan MS also with us for another week. How are you, mate? Good, mate. How are you? Good, good. Doing well. Peter Hanscom back with us again, of course. How are you, Pete? Yeah, really good. Thanks, guys. Uh, I'm looking forward to Origin 3. Yeah, yeah, me too. It's not too far away. We'll do another preview, of course, for fan sports next week. Andrew Moldog, Molinaroli. Um, I think he's still a couple of weeks away, so he's not with us tonight, of course. I, I think I don't think he'll be back with us for the preview either, but uh, we shall see. And we've also got Pat Lyons back with us this week from Coogee Bay Health and Injury Care. How are you, Pat? Good, Paul. How are you going? Pretty good, pretty good. Uh, went out to see the Tigers game on the weekend, so that worked out very well, very favourably. Yeah, um, nice. Hopefully they can back up against the Bulldogs this Saturday night. Yeah, indeed. Got a few injuries to get through. We've got a bit of info on some and not as much on others. We'll start with the ones that I guess we've got to provide with a bit more speculation than anything else because we just don't have um, a lot of information um, out there. Uh, The the Sharks players, we've got uh, Ricky Lutelli, who was magnificent um, against the Eels, but then he went off the field earlier in the second half um, with an ankle injury not returning. Now, we were sort of talking about this injury a bit because we couldn't get a lot of info, but generally I guess these guys do miss a week or two when they can't return on game day. Yeah, that's that generally the pattern that I, I observe. Not If you have to stop playing on a, on a given day, then it's generally hard to get back for the, the following week. Maybe it was a grand final, you didn't have a needle to do it, but... <laughs> Um, I suspect I'll give them a break, but it is hard to say without having, you know, really good information about what he's actually done. Uh, Va- probably at least a week. Yeah, Valentine Holmes was an interesting one because you know we heard somewhere, some places glute, other places hamstring tightness. Um, not really knowing if he's gone for any sort of MRI or anything like that, but um, ended up being a late withdrawal last week. Is it something of concern, or do you think you know, seeing we haven't heard? You know that it's actually a tear or anything. That he it was probably more precaution that left him out last Saturday night. Yeah, possibly. I think if there was an obvious tear, they would have found an MRI. You know, we'd probably know about it. Um, so maybe it's, it could be one of these more subtle injuries where there's um, a degree of tightness that he's carrying, and it, it could be related to his lower back. That's a common pattern where you have this sort of lingering tightness and um, restriction in movement that just doesn't feel quite right. Um, and they can linger around a bit. So uh, perhaps it's one of those clinical scenarios rather than a, um, an injured, uh, a tear itself. And they're a bit more, you've got to manage them uh, week to week, see how they respond. Yeah, I guess for the owners of homes, like the Sharks have you know, got guys out with Origin, Lutelli, where suggesting's not going to play. You know, they're, they're all hands on deck. So let's speculate Holmes plays this weekend. He has been named. But are you a bit worried as a, as a super coach owner that he's not going to be able to put out that 100%, but particularly considering speed is one of his best assets? Yeah, it's possible. So you, if, he's, if he's carrying something like one of those niggles there, and um, it, it's, it's possible that he won't be at his um, most explosive um, for the match. 
but you know, again, it's a bit hard to speculate. Um, if he's if he's missed two weeks, and uh, you know, I'd be surprised if he if he's there again uh, for this weekend, or if he's there, you know, he may not be at his best. Yeah, right. Well, I guess all hands on deck for the Sharks. All hands on deck, Super Coach wise, because of the, all the teams with buys. But certainly, looking ahead the following week. If you've owned him, you may need to start looking at upgrading or, or trade. You know, using two trades, two upgrades, one position, and maybe get a cheapie there. Homes could be on your cut list potentially. Uh, we'll know more next week. The Raiders—they uh, lost Josh Parley with an injured hip, not playing. Origin, uh, unfortunately for him, he'd been sensational for Queensland, but perhaps um, going to be the man of the series. So. Um, Hip injury, he's said to be out a couple of weeks. I, I, I assume, Pat, that that's you know, pretty much spot on. The Raiders are usually pretty good with their in injury information. Yeah, it sounds pretty straightforward. Maybe uh, it sounds like two two weeks uh, minimum, and if it drags out, maybe one more. But um, I think that's pretty much on the money. They also um, had Jordan Rapana in doubt. He has been named this week, but he seemed to um, dislocate his shoulder during the game. Ended up coming back on late and scoring that amazing match winner in Golden Point. Um, but is that a worry now for next Monday night, or, or do you think he can he can play through it? Oh, if he so the the thing to check is, and I would check during the week um, following the dislocation, and obviously he went back in okay. But if there was an injury as such, like a little tear to the joint capsule or something like that in the process of dislocating, then that will be a problem. Sometimes they can go back in without really having um, any damage as such, and that's the case. You know, functionally the shot will be good, and he should be able to to play. It might be sore still, so they'll strap it up. But um, that's that's the unknown whether whether the dislocation actually injured something at the same time. Um, he, he seemed to <laughs> he got back out there and played all right, but often it's so painful when they dislocate that when they put it back in, they feel like it's it feels like magic until the next day, and then. Yeah. That's when they work out how, how limited they're going to be. Bit um, of Mel, Mel Gibson magic there, lethal weapon style. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, I, I, my, my guess, I'll be leaning more towards him playing and being okay, you know, that strap it up and, um, and we'll just we'll see how we go. Sometimes the confidence is down because it feels like it's, you know, one big tackle could knock it out again, um, like Benji Marshall had for a couple of seasons there. He's going in with the other <laughs> A tackle on the other side of the tackle, but um, yeah, Tom Latell, I guess he's a pretty tough character. But I guess yeah, part of that toughness yeah could be could become questioned in his own mind. Um, so you know, not obviously with out for extended period of that game, not a massive super coach score for Rapana despite a great matchup. So it is one that we've got to monitor at the very least. Another guy had his shoulder popped out and back in. Right on full time on Friday night was Cody Nicarima. It was pretty graphic showing it on the on the telly. But um, what we're hearing is he's actually set to miss a few games. So potentially there, you know, you, you said earlier about Rapana that sometimes they they go in and, and see there is actually sort of still a tear there or whatever. Um, by the info that we've got, I, I guess we're assuming that that's happened to Nicarima. Yeah. So and it, so there's either either an injury or they. They've tested it and it's clinically unstable now, so they think, well, it's not safe to go play because it'll just jump out again. So um, if that's what they've already said, then obviously there's something else going on. Probably good um, news if you're targeting Andrew McCulloch. Hasn't been 
uh, well, he's been injured twice, so he hasn't really got it going this year, supercoach-wise, but has in years gone by. And if you're sort of in a position where you can afford to carry a top-flight hooker and a decent backup hooker, McCulloch might be on your target list with no Nicarima there. Maybe he's now guaranteed to play the full 80 at dummy half. They'll boost his numbers for sure. Two guys, not much really to say about. They're not really Supercoach um, on the Supercoach Raider. Sorry, Supercoach Raider. But Sam McKendry out for the year with a, a suspected torn ACL. Uh, wasn't pretty um, there on Saturday night. And then Carl Lawton just made his debut for the Titans. We're always looking at these cheapies, but uh, broken leg and poor old Gold Coast. They had Nathan Davis go down the youngster in the same position in the centres, and now Lawton's um, done the same thing. So I guess, you know, not much else to say, Pat, but bad luck to those two. Yeah, yeah, it's unlucky and season over, hey? Get in, in the rehab and get into ready for next year. Oh, yeah, two more into the into the rehab. <laughs> uh, thanks very much, Pat. Of course, you can uh, visit uh, him out at Coogee Bay, Coogee Bay Health and Injury Care, Physio. Uh, or you can give them a call on the Sydney number 02966596667. And if you go to our website, you can follow the links there to get a 20% discount as a Supercoach Pros listener there at www.supercoachpros.com. Pat, thank you as always. Very informative. And we'll talk to you next week uh, for the old Origin uh, Dead Rubber preview. <laughs> yeah, I look forward to it. Never a dead rubber. There's always something. Well, to that's right. And we've got uh, James Tedesco making his debut. That's going to be enjoyable in itself. Yeah, it'd be great to see how he goes. And, yeah. um, it's a shame Moylan got dropped, but um, they can't fit them both in, I guess. Yeah, I, you know, I might have uh, found a way to fit them both in the 17 somewhere, but, uh, you know, Laurie Daly's uh, swapped like for like, I guess, and uh, yeah. Teddy gets his chance. All right, mate, we'll talk to you next week. Thanks very hey, much. Thanks very much. And Pete, that is a bit worrying about Valentine Holmes. Um, you know, fairly popular, at least as a point of difference. Um, but even if he plays, you know, it may not be at a hundred percent. Exactly. Um, you know, the Sharks have been going great guns this year, and he's been a major factor in that. He's been extremely consistent. Um, he's he's pretty reasonably heavily marked these days, but he's still getting pretty decent super coach points. But uh, yeah, unfortunately for a lot of us, he was a withdrawal last week. So, yeah, it's, it pays to, to listen to, to our updates to see whether he plays this week. I think, um, on, based on what Pat said, there's got to be a bit of a doubt around him this week. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, the, the key factor, obviously, isn't this week because you're just playing everyone this week. But certainly next week, we'll get a gauge this week of, of, of where he's at. Let's have a look at uh, the round 17 wrap now. Ricky Latelli um, leading the way and not even playing the full 80 um, with 126 points. A massive game there. Josh Mansour, 123. And what about that try, Ryan? These wingers just, it's just astonishing. Every game, every week, it seems to get better and better. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's almost, it's almost now used as a, almost a defensive tactic when you're trying to score because you're not going to go out while you're, <laughs> while you're you know, three metres above the ground. Yeah, it's amazing. Jared Croker, two-try hero for the Raiders, 117 points. Rewarding guys that, you know, maybe saw that he was at quite a low cost uh, heading into last week. And obviously the Raiders playing this round as well. If you brought him in, well done. Jonathan Thurston still putting up those big numbers despite being origin time 114. 
And Bodine Thompson from the Warriors, 114, probably becoming a bit of a must own at this point, as, as we suspected. I think we talked about him a few weeks back. Sean Johnson, 110. He's really um, super coach gold around origin time. Nathan Cleary, hopefully, Pete, everyone's cashed in. 100, 108 points this week, or they traded him in, I should say. Don't cash him in yet because he's just going on the up and up. Yeah, he was um, yeah, absolutely been absolutely brilliant. Um, yeah, pretty fine goal kicker as well. And even when his team is, is getting beaten, as they were the other day by your, by your Tigers, who have hit a streak of form, he, he still scored well at getting 108, as you said, in a losing team. That's a great effort from the young halfback. He wasn't the only um, Panther to do well. Bryce Cartwright, 103. Trent Merrin, 103. Certainly good in attack. Cartwright, a little bit of defensive issues. Uh, Jack Whiten also getting 103 points there for the Raiders. Jamie Bura, that massive uh, length of field try, helping him to 101 Supercoach points. And we should also mention Brett Morris uh, with 94 for the Bulldogs. Surely, uh, Ryan, another player we're looking potentially to bring in this week. Well, yeah, I would think so. Um, given his form, um, he's fresh. He looks to be, well, he's, 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 he's in good touch. So, um, yep, I think he's definitely one that you should have a very close look at. Yeah, very much agreed. Uh, guys, let's keep moving along. We've got some great tweets later in the show to talk about. So it's sort of tied in with our hot topic this um this show, points of differences. I know that we sort of talked about players to own last week, but um, Ryan, I guess I'll start with you. Are there guys that you're looking at outside of that sort of top 17 to 20 um, that you think you know could be nice point of differences coming home? And and how do you come about that? Do you look at guys based on matchups? Are you looking at sort of trends form wise? Are you looking at past seasons where you see some teams and some players do well post Origin and others not so much? Um, well, I think, and I, I think it also depends on how many trades you have left. Um, but I think I think it's more of a matchup kind of thing if you're looking for those point of differences, um, especially when it's going to, you know, when you think, oh well, I'm going to, you know, you know, you, if you've got someone playing Newcastle, for example, I don't mean to pick on them, but. Um, you know, you might go, well... We just saw they, it with Jared Croker, didn't we, this, exactly this very right. round? Yeah, they, they do poorly against um, centres. Um, so you go, OK, well, Jared Croker's, you know, I'm going to chuck him in and see how it goes. Um, as opposed to, like, trying to, trying to get one of those guys who are um, consistently playing um, pretty good week in, week out, but not going to be, you know, getting huge scores. Uh, it's going to... It's, very interesting. Guys like, um, and I'll use the example from the Sharks, of Ricky Latelli. Um, yeah, he's not, yeah. I don't think he's going to be a high, you know, a high percentage pick player, but he's starting to hit that run of form. Um, played really well against Parramatta and pretty well the week before that. Um, and, you know, he's always there or thereabouts, but now he's got his chance. Um, and if he does well, then he might find himself in the, in the side full time running up to their finals. We've talked about Parramatta. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm going to flip the switch a bit here with Latelli against Parramatta because Beal also did pretty well there on the right wing. Pete, we talked about Parramatta a lot throughout this year, the, the ups and downs, what they've been through. We sort of suggested maybe they'll reach a point in the year where they start to drop off. 
They're still giving 100%, but defensively, the points are starting to flow against them we didn't see earlier in the year. Do you now get on that bandwagon with teams that are playing the Eels? Obviously, it's not as much as the Knights yet, but they could be a team to leak. And, you know, I look at the Panthers, for example. They play the Eels, I think, the week after uh, this round. And we're already looking at targeting Penrith players, potentially, because they play this round. Is that another caveat? And they've got the Eels? Is that is that going to be a turning point, teams playing the Eels? It's hard to say at this stage, really. I think, for mine, the Parramatta are still trying to hang on to some hope that they can make the eight, or at least they're still playing like a team uh, that can make the eight. I know they, they got beaten by, by Cronulla the other night, uh, giving up an 18-point lead, but it sort of reminds me a bit of Melbourne in 2010 after they lost all their competition points. I don't think that they're a dead loss or that they're going to give up anytime soon. Certainly, I think, although Newcastle came back the other day, I think you, you certainly play us up against Newcastle, as Ryan mentioned. But I think Parramatta is still a slightly different proposition at the moment. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, we, we give credit to the Sharks where, where credit's due. That You know, that's for sure. And, and when a team's on a run like that, often... It takes so much out of you. You'll see them come in and out of games, and obviously we've seen that the last couple of weeks with Cronulla, but they've got that. We're not, I actually think we're going to talk about it later, that this is now the bogey game. Every week, I guess, is a bogey game as they keep on this winning role. But, um, Brian, what if you can give us a couple of names, let's, let's, let's delve a bit of deeper into these points of differences. Last year, we've seen the likes of Bryce Cartwright being a good POD. Obviously, now he's on the radar. Um, are there some... Are there a couple of names that you've targeted or about, you know, looking to target potentially on your watch list right now? Um, look, I've had a look at, and I'm looking at um, guys who are not necessarily in teams that are going particularly well, but guys who tend to put up um, some, you know, consistent points. Um, guys like Takayaho. Um, from the Roosters. I know the Roosters are going pretty poorly at the moment, uh, but he's been fairly consistent. He plays... And kicking plays goals. Large, yeah, exactly right. King goals. Plays a large amount of minutes. Um, and when the Roosters get it right, he tends to have a pretty pretty decent game. Um, the other guy um, who I do like who has come back um, into Supercoach Reckoning, I guess, um, is James Fisher-Harris. Um He's a guy who's uh, plays around about 60 minutes of a game. Um, he's got an offload in him. He's pretty quick. He's pretty strong. Um, he tends to score a few tries here and there. I know he scored one last week. Um, so I think guys like that who are not necessarily, you know, guys who are in teams that are flying, like, you know, not in the top four or anything like that, but guys who definitely can score good points for you, but without... Also, without, um, you know, breaking your bank. I've got one for you guys. Um, Brett Morris, who we mentioned earlier, you know, another big round. I mean, he's predicted at the moment. I know we've got a small sample size, but we can look back to previous years as well. And the fact the dogs, yeah, they're looking like they're ready to make a run. Um, he's not going to be owned by very many at all for obvious reasons. Uh, Pete, is, is he now almost immediate? I mean, they play this weekend. You can get maximum, you know, leverage out of him by buying him, trading him in now. Absolutely. Um, it's 
you know, he was very good last week. He said that he, um, from his personal opinion, he wasn't fit enough to be selected for Origin. So he still thinks he's, he's got a bit of improvement in him. And uh, originally they were talking about him not coming back till August. So I was a little bit surprised. I think probably a few people have been a little bit surprised that um, he's come back a bit early from his knee injury. But, yeah, you'd, you'd almost certainly bring him in. Um, his combination with his brother last week looked really good. Um, he's, he's lost none of his speed or strength. Um, close to the line, scored a very good try, or actually two tries from memory. And um, no, you'd certainly be looking to bring him in if you possibly can. Oh, I have to agree with you there. And look, we're going to talk a little bit more about this topic in the tweets later in the show. So stay tuned um, for that. But um, we're going to keep moving along now. Of course, this is the Supercoach Professionals Roundtable podcast. You can find us on the web, iTunes, or our website, www.supercoachpros.com. And make sure the recap's already up there, the previews. Maybe by the time you listen to this, will be there up there as well. Very important information that you get there. And, of course, this very podcast that you can download. And it's very critical that you follow us on Twitter, at SupercoachPros, because that uh, is the way where you get all the last-minute information um, just before kickoff, obviously, with the team changes. We got hit with a few... Uh, this round, that's for sure. So keep an eye on, on that if you don't already do that at Supercoach Pros. Let's go into the price predictors, and it's a trap. Well, uh, right up the top, uh, Ricky Letelli's up there. Jared Beal's up there, obviously, after that big game. Bevan French, hopefully you've already got him, and now you're just cashing in. Um, Three-try hero, or almost hero. The yours didn't win the game, I guess, but um, very, very... Um, Looking very, very good there, French. Of course, with Bevan French, he's got that low base stats we talked about earlier. So it's always a risk with him. But as long as he's making you money, uh, it's a good time to cash in. Jonathan Thurst is not going to play for the next two weeks. But if you do own him, he's in line for a nice price rise. In fact, round 20, I think a lot of people that don't own him him will be bringing him in. Because you want to get him now before he becomes unaffordable. Nathan Cleary's up there, who we talked about, Brett Morris as well, Jared Croker, I think, you know, these these guys as expected. Um, Mitch Orbison's an interesting one, Ryan. You talked about um, Tokiaho from the Roosters, but there's another guy, maybe a bit low for what we need him for, but uh, if you're just looking for some cash, could be all right. Yeah, 100%. Um, look, he's a guy who I, I guess would um, fly under the radar a little bit, um, A, being in the team he's in, and B, not, you know, He's he's a fine player, but um, you know he's not one of those guys that is an out and out superstar. So yeah, definite a definite um, one to look at. Mitchell Pearce could fall into that category. He's a bit more expensive. You're probably looking elsewhere in halfbacks. But then again, the way that some of the halves have been going, Anthony Milford, Ben Hunt, we're looking at you. Um, you know, maybe you're looking there. Another <laughs> another guy, Pete. Moses Embiid, we loved him earlier in the year and he, he fell away, but he's, he's come back with a couple of good games and now he's starting to get back on that Supercoach radar. Hasn't he? What? Yeah, I thought um, yeah, at the beginning of the year he was a, he was a real one of the early um, surprise leaders of, of Supercoach, I thought. Um, but then, um, yeah, he said the last couple of weeks have been very good. And I had a close look at the game on, on uh, Thursday night against the Roosters, and he was my man of the match, I thought. I thought he was, he was basically in everything, and, and his goal-kicking was well. It's important to remember that uh, uh, the absence of Kerrod Holland there, so he's actually the goal-kicker as well. And, yeah, no, he's been going great guns. He's got a last three-round average of, of just a, a tick over 70. So, no, he's, um, he's going well. 
very good. Yeah, it could be another one that you're looking at. If you're going to load up your halves with you know three or even four um, guys that you can rely on each and every week. And I think strategy-wise, you know, your forwards you can generally count on for nice high floors. It's your backs that, that can go up and down. So if you've got space for more than the 17 sort of big names, if you can reach out an 18th, a 19th, a 20th man, you probably want to take them in the backs and then really look at those matchups coming into Supercoach Finals time. Let's look at the losses now. Um, Valentine Holmes, we just mentioned, obviously, two weeks ago, you know, having that um, shortened game, truncated game due to injury. It's going to affect him in the future price-wise. So uh, you're probably stuck with him if you own him, but then again, maybe you've got to cut your losses depending on your situation now. He's getting to that business time where if you're fighting for a top eight spot, every position's important. Jordan Rapana, well, we expected... You know, we thought he couldn't get much lower last week, but then that injury really crueled him. Um, so he's on that list as well, as is Tyrone Peachy. Out in the centres, very hard to keep a higher consistency. Obviously, he's got the talent, he's got the ability, um, but he's stuck out a bit too wide, probably to, to, to sort of be a, a super coach option at the moment, at least with regularity. Joey Leilua, a bit surprisingly there for the Raiders, could be one to bring in around this time, considering maybe not this week, but um, although you might be forced to because of origin, but certainly could find his way back up. He could be on the downswing at the moment uh, there. And also Kevin Naguama, similar situation to Leilua. Um, you know, he's got plenty of ability, can go really, really large, but um, not quite happening for him over the last few weeks. Guys, we've got to move on uh, to the previews now for round 18, just the four games this week. Eels and the Roosters, Brad Takarangi's back just in time. He'll take Michael Jennings' spot with Clint Gutherson moving to the left side. Tepai Maroa is finally named in the number 12. He's been playing right edge the last few weeks. Bo Scott has been in the middle third. Tim Manor is back for Daniel Alvaro. Um, and Jeff Robson into the side directly from the Warriors with Kenny Edwards to the bench. Rory O'Brien goes to 18th man and no Cody Nelson. Uh, for the Roosters, Sean Kenny Dow is moved to the centres with Joseph Manu um, on the wing for Blake Ferguson. Um, Takiyaho's in the second row. No Guerra, of course. Isaac Liu will start. Chris Smith onto the bench. Looks like that um, Red Radra and French are the best here. Interestingly enough, Michael Gordon also getting a big upgrade, while Mitchell Pearce best for the Roosters. Pete, we think Parramatta will win this one. Um, but will their outside backs cash in super coach wise or is it going to be played a, a bit more up the middle? It depends. I guess it, you've got to think about Semi Red Radra's uh, mind in, with all the publicised, well publicised news the last week yeah. or two with him. But he, uh, he was booed every time he touched the ball and, you know, not yeah. a good output for him last weekend. Absolutely. So he's playing at home this week. So hopefully that, um, you know, from super coach owner's point of view, that will certainly help him. Uh, also, the Roosters, um, as I said, I, I watched the Bulldogs-Roosters game very closely last weekend. The Roosters outside backs, were, a couple of them were very inconsistent. Tupo yeah, took a great take for, for a try early on and then just dropped the ball with the line wide open later on. Kenny Dale helped put on a try and then bombed another one. Um, and Kenny Dale's been very up and down this year. I would expect uh, Rad Radra and French particularly to go very well. Um, that's where I would be... Uh, that's where I would be expecting the big points in Supercoach this week against the Roosters. 
Let's move on to the Bulldogs-Tigers game. Greg Eastwood returns for Josh Jackson. Jackson, sorry, Danny Fualo will start. David Clemmer obviously out for New South Wales. Tim Brown returns to the bench. There's a couple of uh, 18th or 19th men or even 20th men there, Craig Garvey and Kerrit Holland. So it'll be interesting to see if one or both of those guys ends up getting a Guernsey. Jordan Rankin goes to fullback for the Tigers with no James Tedesco. Addo Carr is back on the wing. Tim Grant will start with Aaron Woods out. Michael Cheekham, JJ Felice onto that bench. No Robbie Farrah, obviously. Uh, nice upgrade for Hopawati and Josh Reynolds. Perhaps Graham and um, Brett Morris are safer. Tolman as well. That man Naguama, he's certainly the, the one with the upside. Gets gets an upgrade, but certainly risky choice with his form being a little bit down at the moment. Ryan, um, the Bulldogs are starting to look like the side we know they can be, and obviously those guys missing, in particular Tedesco on origin duties. Could it be a one-sided affair that maybe you and I are dreading? Um, look, it certainly could be. Uh, given who the Tigers have out now, um, Look, having said that, the Tigers did beat Brisbane, albeit a depleted Brisbane, with the same side as the one named here. Um, look, I think I think it'd be wise to go more dogs um, than Tigers in this one, uh, especially in the forwards um, with the spearhead for the Tigers um, out. I, I dare say Graham and, um, to a lesser extent, Tolman. Uh, will churn out some pretty big metres and um, gets, get themselves some pretty decent base stats at the very least. Panthers feed the Sharks. Zach Hardiker coming in on the wing for Josh Mansour. Leilani Latu will start with uh, Sam McKendry, obviously out for the season. Will Smith comes onto the bench there, as does Suai Matungi. Um, lots of changes for the Sharks. Uh, we'll try to go through this as quick as we can. Gallant, Fafita, Graham, Jack Bird, Maloney, all on origin duty. There's uh, Takatizi, Hyington, Bakuya and Fayomana Brown starting. Matt Mickelrick, Jesse Senni-Lefeo and Kurt Cape will go on the bench. Jared Beal is in at left centre. Ricky Latelli's on the right with Valentine Holmes returning. Both those guys may not be able to play, however, as we uh, talked about in Pat's injury report earlier on the show. This one, very tough to pick due to origin disruptions. Probably Merrin, Cartwright and Moylan doing the best, even though they all get down ticks. Obviously, the Sharks not at full strength. And Ben Barber is probably the guy, Pete, that the Sharks have to go through if there are any chance of, of making it 13 in a row. Yeah, the, the sharks are yeah just decimated by by Origin, as you mentioned, with all those uh, all those players absent, and you would think that their run, their brilliant run of twelve, was going to come to an end at the hands of, the, of Penrith. And yeah, you would be looking for blokes um, like Moylan's got to be pretty disappointed that he wasn't um, selected for Origin, I guess. And so I'm expecting him to go right blokes. So as you mentioned, Cartwright, uh, Cleary, uh, DWZ. Um, and be, yeah, all eyes will be on the on the young Brit uh, Zach Hardacre as well. Um, for the, as you say, for the Sharks, like Ben Barber has been in great nick this year, and so you'd have to be keeping an eye on him. Um, Chad Townsend, for mine, has been one of their most consistent players this year, uh, both on the field and super coach wise. Actually, I think he's uh, like he hasn't been a massive scorer, but he's been uh, solid and consistent and played every game, as far as I remember. Um, so yeah, it's. It's not going to be all their own way. I think Luke Lewis will have an impact also. But, uh, yeah, you'd be 
I'm expecting more points to come from from, from the Panthers uh, for this one. And I said the Cronulla run will come to an end. Townsend could be a good one to go for in your fan sports lines up, lineups. Uh, the Monday night game, Raiders v the Cowboys. Sia Soliolo comes in for the injured Josh Papali. Shannon Boyd's back, uh, but is doubtful. Paul Vaughan goes to the bench. Clay Priest added because Luke Bateman has been suspended for a week. Rapana also in doubt, as we talked about earlier in the show. Tatai Moga is in for Julian uh, uh, Julian Justin O'Neill. There's a blast from the past, Julian O'Neill. Rory Jason for uh, Jonathan Thurston. Cohen Hess for Gavin Cooper. Scott Bolton and Ben Hannett for James Tamo and Matt Scott. And uh, Chudley, uh, Ben Spina and Patrick Kafusi come on to their bench. Lelua and Hodgson are best here. They do get slight downgrades. And Low, Taumalolo and possibly even Cohen Hess for the Cowboys, Ryan. This could be a fun Monday night game, although it's going to be pretty cold, I'd imagine. Camper on a Monday night in the middle of winter, what were the schedule makers thinking? Um, is this going to be a factor on point scoring, do you think? Um, well, look, it might, but I, I don't think it will. I, I think that um, players these days surely are professional enough just to cop, um, you know, a bit of cold weather. Um, it's not going to be... It's not going to make for a conducive um, ball movement, though, because it will get pretty dewy pretty quick. Um, Could see some tries from kicks. I, I would think that would be the way to go. Um, look, the Raiders like playing at home. Um, they always score pretty well when they play at home, um, and it could be a great time for them to go up against the Cowboys um, without their origin stars. So I'm thinking probably the Raiders a little bit more. Um, in this one, and definitely um, their back, their back five, I, I think will do quite well in this game. Jack White's been in good touch lately, so he could be one to eye off, particularly in the fan sports leagues. All right, guys, guess what? It's time for now. Deep weird tweets. Yeah. We haven't done it for a while, but I tell you what, we've got some fantastic Twitter questions this uh, this week, so let's get into it. With, at Davey Selter, at Supercoach Pros, with 15-plus trades, which moneymakers will play next two buy rounds and be easy upgrades to final squad players? Uh, Dave, I'll tell you what, we can go through a couple of the guys, at least as far as who's best for the next two rounds. Um, Trent Merrin. Is up there, Ben Barber, who we talked about, Nathan Cleary, Jake Friend, Mitchell Pearce, um, Manu Ma'u and Siasua Takiaho, guys that we talked about. Um, Bryce Cutright a little bit below that with Matt Moylan, but um, they could be interesting ones. Um, if Cameron Munster can get back fit, it'll be interesting. Uh, for the following round, because he's got a three-figure prediction there as well. So even though he's not even playing round 18, he's up there in the top 15 to 20 predicted for the two rounds combined. Pete, yeah, I guess there, there's, there's a few names, I mean, not including Munster, because obviously Dave's looking for guys playing this round. But um, any standout for you there? The one You took the words out of my mouth. I was about to mention Trent Merrin, I'm... I'm still gobsmacked that he didn't make the origin side this year. And uh, mm. he's been really good for Penrith this year, scoring a good, consistent super coach points. He's been a little bit overlooked, I think. So, yeah, he was one that I was going to mention. And also another 
uh, Penrith player there too is Isaiah Yo, who has been um, also uh, very consistent in terms of his super coach points. So not scoring hundreds or anything like that, but but still very good and um, and consistent and playing a lot of minutes. So he was another one that sort of stood out for me as well. He's playing 80 minutes now, which is interesting because Cartwright's moving into halves. I don't know how long it's going to last. Um, Penrith definitely have a good run home. In fact, it leads into our next Twitter question. Uh, Ryan, I might send this one to you from Happy Hour at Supercoach Pros. With the Panthers run home, can you have too many? Mansour, Merrin, Cleary, Cardi, Peachy for the point of difference. I don't know about Peachy at the moment, uh, although he's got that massive upside, but the others, I mean, it's hard to go past, isn't it? Yeah, it's, look, it's honestly not a bad um, not a bad run, and I agree. Um, take out the Peach, and I, I think it's pretty solid because all those guys are going to score pretty well. They've, they've proven that they will. Um, they've proven, the Panthers have proven that they can score points. Um, and... You know, the great thing about Supercoach is points aren't necessarily deducted if you, um, you know, if you get scored against. So you want that to happen because then you've got to play catch-up. Exactly. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, I I think that's pretty solid, actually. Um, Yeah, I'd only leave out Peachy, as you said before. Um, But those four, Cardi, Cleary, Merrin and Mansour, all pretty, pretty, pretty good options. Just have a quick look at this run home um, for the Panthers. They've got the Sharks, obviously, this week, then the Eels and the Broncos. We don't know which Brisbane team is going to turn up. The Warriors, but it's round 21, so again, which team's going to turn up? Then the Roosters, Knights, Tigers, Titans, Seagulls. You can't get better than that for your last five rounds as far as um, Supercoach points. You know, that, they're, they're teams that have been leaking all year, pretty much the five top ones, except themselves. Penrith are obviously a team that you like to target when players you own are playing against them. Um, so, yeah, go for it, um, especially yep. especially finals time. At Christian Piggott, uh, at Birthing Rock, Rocket, sorry, Christian Piggott asks, must have for this weekend. And looking from a predictor standpoint, I think um, Brett Morris obviously has been outstanding, but a small sample size there. Will Hopawati's up there. Um as is Moses Embai. I know we talked about him earlier in the show. And again, Trent Merrin, who Pete mentioned. James Graham, Pete, probably a safer option. Um, probably a lot of people already own him. But And then there's the Ben Barber factor we talked about earlier as well. Yeah, um, James Graham has been in, uh, in very, very solid form. He's not one of these guys. Um, he's a bit like the way we... we sort of bagged Sam Burgess a little bit on the show a couple of weeks ago because he used to have the sort of impact that Graham does, and Graham doesn't play 80 minutes, but he still gets the really, really good super coach points because of the impact that he has when he's on the field. And so he's a, he's a very, very good option. Um, the other player you mentioned also about uh, Will Hopawati is another uh, excellent one also. And at Drew Jono asks, how much should I build the run-home team based on the draw? Example, Sharks, Ben Barber, Raiders, Jordan Rapana, with otherwise marginal keepers. It's an in-depth one, Ryan. Um, I know we sort of talked about point of differences earlier in the show, but there's also going to be room, and I'm sure we'll talk about it more next week, for your studs, guys like Gallon, Parker, Fafita, returning from origin, Thurston another week. 
maybe with your 18th, 19th men, but I don't know. Yeah, that's that's a big. It's really actually a, quite a big question. Yeah. Um, look, I think you can do that um, because, but it's going to be a case of well, you know what? I'm going to have to pick. I'm going to have to pick. You know, it, it's difficult to pick. Like you know, you can always go well. I should, you know, the Sharks should win the majority of the games, and the Raiders yeah. should, you know. Like last week, the Raiders, you know, should have scored more against um, Newcastle. The Sharks are going to have a dip at some point. They can't yes. keep this going. Remember when the Tigers had that massive run in 05? They lost their last two going into the finals. Yep. It's going to happen um, at some point. So. Yeah, exactly right. Um, and I'd, I'll pick the Warriors, for example, if you're going to go, okay, well, mm. I'm going to pick, I'm going to pick um, Sean Johnson, even though he's a little bit injured and possibly struggling a bit. He's up against Manly um, in round 19. And then they've got the Raiders. It's a good draw, isn't it? Raiders, Panthers, Titans, Titans. Rabbitohs. Then Rabbitohs. Um, Tigers and Eels to finish. Yeah, so, I mean, they've got a a very favourable supercoach finish. And so it could be like, well, you know, do I put all my eggs in one basket and go, okay, well, I'm just going to, you know, put the best of the best uh, Warriors in there. And then I'll then I'll you know move on to the team that I feel has the next most favourable draw, you know pick their two best and you can go on like that. I mean if you can afford to do that, and if you have got the trades, then go for it. But it's a very high risk thing, I, I think. There's three or four teams that jump out of the page. I think Drew. I think I think Ryan's right. This is an in-depth question, and I'm thinking next week. There's only four games this weekend. It'll give me something to do. I will. Um, we'll go. We'll go one step further. We'll rate uh, each team based upon the Supercoach points against. We'll, we'll give them a nominal figure and then add those up for the run home and see which team truly does have the softest run in and um, try to figure it out from there. So that's something we can look at doing for next week's show. But this one has come to an end. And um, Ryan, thank you very, very much, of course, uh, for your contributions this week, as always. No worries at all. Peter, thank you very much. My pleasure as always. And um, I think you're you're on the bye. We're the only ones, um, Ryan and I, are the only teams playing this week. So anyway, Saturday night, place to be against the Bulldogs. <laughs> Guaranteed two points, Pete. You need it. You need it. And that is it for the Supercoach Professionals Roundtable podcast for another week. I am Paulie G. We'll be back next week. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at Supercoach Pros. Give us a like on Facebook at Facebook Super Cage Pros there as well. And of course, you can go to our website, www.supercoachpros.com, get all the previews, all the recaps, and of course, this very podcast. And we will see you next Tuesday for our Origin preview for Game 3. Bye for now. <laughs>